Welcome to your New Hampshire National Guard podcast. We are always ready, always there. This podcast series is a production of the State Public Affairs Office. Hello, I'm your host, Tech Sergeant Charles Johnson with Joint Force Headquarters Public Affairs. I'm at Greenfield State Park for this episode of the podcast, and I'm joined today by Sergeant First Class Daniel Howard and Staff Sergeant Lucas Duncan. Gentlemen, thanks for joining me today to tell us a little bit about your annual training and what you've been doing out here at the State Park. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Gentlemen, before we get started, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, uh, I joined the Army in 2006 as a 12 Whiskey, a carpentry masonry specialist. Uh, I was an M-Day for 11 years with the unit. Uh, I, then I went AGR as a supply sergeant for a little while, and now I'm back um, as a construction supervisor in the readiness NCO for the unit. I've been in uh, the Army Guard for about 11 years now, and uh, I enlisted as a 12 Whiskey Carpentry Masonry Specialist, and I've been M-Day the whole time, and I do carpentry on the civilian side full-time. And Sergeant Duncan, from what I understand, you live on a boat. <laughs> no, I, I used to. Yeah, I spent a couple of years on a sailboat. Uh, was that docked off of Portsmouth? or? Yes, I lived uh, for about a year in Portsmouth Harbor and then Great Bay, and I lived down in, on the Thames River in Connecticut on the Navy base there. Sergeant Howard, what are we doing here at Greenfield State Park? So this project is in conjunction with the New Hampshire Department of Natural and Cultural Resources, and it's through the IRT process, um, the Innovative Readiness Training Program. Um, and basically, a bunch of civilian organizations, groups can come forward with potential projects, and we selected them based on the criteria of being able to provide training for our carpenters, plumbers, and electricians. Um, it's actually been about 10 years since we've been able to train with our plumbers and electricians. Um, so what they proposed was to assemble some dishwashing stations outside of their bathrooms. Um, it's basically a little pavilion, uh, a spot for the campers to come up and wash their dishes. Um, but more importantly, it's training for us, much needed training. Um, so you have members of the Detachment 1, the 185th Engineer Support Company, and the unit comprises plumbers, electricians, carpenters, and this is their chance to get some real-world experience uh, with the skills that they learned, in, uh, mostly in the military, but um, some of them also practice on, on the outside as civilians. Right, so it's a very unique unit where you can have E3s that have more MOS experience than an E6, strictly because of civilian experience. So what we do is um, we give those people a lot more leadership roles and your NCOs, you give them more of the technical training. Um, yeah, it's it's a just a, it's a unique opportunity because um, it's a it's a chance for some people to get promoted up through the system really quickly when they know what they're doing. Um, yeah, they might not otherwise get to practice these skills if not for exercises like this. Uh, that's right. Um, a good portion, probably the majority of the soldiers that we have in our engineer unit uh, do not do construction on the civilian side um, but we do have a fair bit that at least have some experience in construction or do uh, do it in a in a civilian career 
Um, but this is a terrific training opportunity. This particular job um, is a great exercise for the carpenters, the plumbers, and the electricians. We have all three trades, uh, or, or rather work for all three trades in one project. Why, why is this IRT program important beyond just soldiers getting to, to brush up on their, their trade skills? As an engineer support company, we have certain metal tasks that need to be uh, met. So th this is our MOS job-specific uh, tasks that we need to train on every single year. Um, so by setting up an IRT project like this, um, it sort of it gives us a pool of projects to pick from, uh, so we can really tailor it to to training that that uh, benefits us the most. And for people who don't know, I mean, those tasks are the things that are a barometer to determine whether or not soldiers are proficient and able to be deployed. That's right. So if if we are deployed as a engineer support company, um, these are the tasks that we need to be able to be, that we need to be proficient in uh, for mission accomplishment. Um, so, of course, the last couple years, the majority of the unit has been on COVID-19 activation orders. Um, and with a highly technical MOS like this, if you're not using it, you're going to lose some of those skills. Um, we had had a meeting the other day and we had realized that our past projects, we had met maybe one or two metal subtasks, this AT, we're going to be up around 55. Um, that's everything from install an electrical box to asphalt shingles on a roof. And um, we met almost 80% of our metal in just this one AT. So it's, it's huge for us. Um, and it's nice to get our feet wet again after a couple of years of being on those activation orders. Seems like everybody's having a little fun while they're at it too. A lot of fun. And, uh, of course, they're going to be able to take a lot of these skills and bring them home with them, you know, fix up their house, maybe fix an outlet, a leaky faucet. So that's always nice, too. It's an added benefit to being in this unit. Are there any more of these types of IRT projects planned uh, in the foreseeable future? We don't have anything planned right now. However, this was just breaking down a big barrier for the unit. Um, we learned the process. It's a pretty cumbersome packet, um, obviously a lot of paperwork and legality to it all. But now that we've done one, um, I'm going to try to do one every single year because the state of New Hampshire can benefit from it, but then we can also travel all around the country. Um, I know there's missions like the, the Cherokee Nation. They do a lot of um, construction for homes for them. Um, there's a Special Olympics facility in Hawaii that gets a lot of IRT work done on it. Um, so. With that comes practice and mobilization, packing properly to you know to leave state. Um, what types of tools you're going to need, um, rather than having the crutch of being in state, in case we forget anything. Uh, the the training value of this has been terrific. It's probably you know, as Sergeant Howard said, a decade since the plumbers and electricians actually put in some rough plumbing and electrical. Um, so for them to get to do that is, you know, excellent for our unit, our mission readiness, and for their individual careers in the Guard. A big part of that 10-year gap is that the plumbers and electricians, despite some of them having civilian licenses, are not allowed to pull permits. So the only time we have been able to do plumbing and electrical was in a foreign country where 
there really aren't codes. So we were able to do that, that kind of stuff in El Salvador, um, but since then we haven't. Here on this project, we're working with a state licensed plumber and a state licensed electrician. They pulled the permits and they're working alongside our guys. So um, it's been a unique situation um, having to use those guys for their license, but it's worked out. There's a lot of openings expected in the unit because you are growing in size and in capability, correct? Yes. So right now we're a, a 35-person vertical platoon. Um, we're going to be receiving two other detachments. Um, one's a concrete section, and the other one is a pretty large horizontal construction uh, platoon, which is a lot of earth-moving equipment. So what's going to happen is some of our current engineers are going to reclass, and it's going to have a lot of openings for um, soldiers elsewhere in the force or not currently in the guard um, to come over and, and possibly reclass or try something new. Um, everybody loves loves being in the unit. It's a really fun unit. We do great training. So if you're interested, give me a call and I'll uh, see if we can get you into the into the unit. And what's your email address? Daniel.c.howard5.mil at, at army.mil. Sergeant Howard, Sergeant Duncan, thank you for allowing me to join you here at your job site at Greenfield State Park and cover your annual training mission. Thanks for coming out. It's been fun. That's right. Thanks for listening to your New Hampshire National Guard podcast. That's right. Did that work? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> The way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite. Uh, yes, thanks for coming out. <laughs> Just keep me out. I don't have to say anything.